don't know if I necessarily like the rapper when he had that rapper. I mean, uh, I didn't like him as much. Like he, I, he, he they could have done it once every fifty songs. But but he had a badass band. That, that big fat ass dude drumming. Yeah, yeah. And when he bought him, is it Mavis Staples? Yep. When she sang, uh, yep. "Nothing Compares to You." Yep, yep, yep. And he and he had Levi on the on the uh, on the guitar with the uh, with the uh, with the, uh, the, 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 the the cards. Remember, he uh, he was at practicing, and uh, he had a deck of cards, and he was playing. And Prince goes, yeah, that's nice, but think about it. If you do, if you do that here, you got to do that in every song in concert. And he goes, okay. And that was the deal on that. <laughs> Welcome to Tales of the Gemini <laughs> podcast. Man, I got, ladies and gentlemen, I seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I can honestly say this guy right here, one of my best, I can't say one of my, one of my best friends ever Ever, ever, ever. It was 2006. I was in LA struggling and I, I'd had enough. I was in Indianapolis. I was at my boy's house and he goes, Hey, man, listen, you always come to Indianapolis anyway, no matter where you're at, in Michigan or in, in whatever, and we kick it, then you go to your gig. Why don't you just move here? And I kept saying, No, 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 man, no. And then finally, man, you said that. And I go, Yeah, why not? And then the ball started rolling and people go, Why did you uh, pick Indianapolis? Uh, to move to from LA, and I go. It was my, it was my best friend. I said, and that was the reason I moved here. And I ain't gonna lie, man, I've regretted it ever since. But man, I'm so glad I. I left well, LA. you know, speaking of regret, <laughs> so it was my friend, my friend, my man, Mr. Ron with two ends, Davis. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, definitely two ends. So anyway, what you probably never knew is behind the scenes stuff is a. Uh, I wanted you to move here so I can get you to fuck off my couch because <laughs> you was coming here all the time sleeping on my couch. And uh, I was like, man, how can I get this motherfucker off my couch? Hey, I'm going to talk him into moving here. He had his own place and he and was coming in and using up all my toilet paper and all my soap and eating up all my food. I was the original fuck your couch. I was the original fuck oh, your couch. Sure. You, you know, let me tell you, here's a couple of things that pissed me off about you moving here. <laughs> A few I things. I can't wait to hear. Please tell me. First of all, this is a much, I'm going to make this statement, but there's a much deeper conversation and we may or may not get to it. No, no, let's get to it now. Well, not now, because it's too deep. No, no, no let's get deep. deep. No, let's listen. get deep now. No. Let's jump in the deep end. I don't need no shallow end. Fuck no. a shallow end. Okay, look. First of all, I see you less now that you live here yeah, than I ever did. That's true. Okay, so fuck you once for that. Okay. Fuck you. Okay. Two. I'm going to come back with that. Fuck you twice because... When you stayed, when you used to come stay with me, you were Mr. Meat Eating Motherfucker and you used to eat up every fucking thing. Now you're vegan or vegetarian and you eat little dainty shit like a little bitch. And you come over now, I go, hey man, I got some extra shit, man. I just barbecue. You want some? Nah, man, I'm good, man. I don't want nothing. I'm like, motherfucker, you used to eat up all my shit. Now you don't eat nothing. I ate those strawberries last week. But those are strawberries we were trying to get rid of, so I was glad you did. Yeah, but then you looked at me like I was crazy. It was like, oh, I ate strawberries. <laughs> well, and ate jumbo strawberries with chocolate on them, romantic shit. But you said, hey man, you said you're words exactly hey man you want to eat up all these strawberries I go yeah and i ate because you tell me to eat something i'm gonna eat it unless it's meat and i ate up all the strawberry and then you looked at me like this motherfucker ate up all my strawberries no i only looked at you like that because my, my other buddy that was there wanted some but he didn't say shit he's I a know. grown ass man I, you know, I agree i wasn't that upset about it you know what i mean because but you look like you were well, i wasn't though don't 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 don't, don't try to, <laughs> hey man i think our sound is still going outside because bro. people look at us like hey these guys are arguing I should, okay i should right. call the local authority all right so anyway man uh First of all, thank you very much for inviting me on. I mean, you're my dude. Hey, Amen. But, but that's why we can do this. We can say fuck you because we know at the end of the day, we might have our little falling out. At the end of the day, I always got your back. You still got mine. No matter, I mean, like I said, we go through, we went through periods today. We went through periods. <laughs> the first falling out we had was with the Nags Head, North Carolina. I was doing a gig. Oh. And you always said, you always said, hey, man, I want to go on the road with you. I want to go on the road with you. I said, you know what? I'm doing this gig, this, you know, this uh, kind of resort or whatever on the ocean in the summertime. Come on, let's do it. And we went. 
And man, that, and I remember that was like what, 11, 12 hour gig. That was the biggest fuck up. And on the way back, we didn't say one word to each other. And I just remember I had to be in Nebraska, I think the next day. And I remember you getting out of the car, maybe at four or five in the morning and you go, all right, man. And you got out and you shut the door. And hey, man. And I didn't talk to you for like two or three months after that. Hey, listen. I, I, see, you make me forget so much shit. Because you're getting old. That's I remember I mean. on your first podcast that I happened to stumble up on because you didn't even fucking tell me that you were doing it. So anyway, I happened to stumble up on it. And you said, you said, Hey, listen, I'm not like I'm not the smartest guy. And you went into a rant about how you're not the smartest guy, how I'm you not do the dumb smartest shit. Guy. So first of all, I know that first fucking hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I agree 100 percent But I remember the fuck up of the whole Nags Head trip was the first time I realized this motherfucker is stupid. You can say it like that. Well, I, that's what I said. Okay, but why? Okay, here's just the, because, man, it was just a fuck up, one a fuck up after another fuck up after another fuck up. Wasn't that the trip where they told you once we got there, they told you you couldn't have guests in the fucking thing? Yeah, once we got there. Yeah, but the, you should have known that. You should have asked about that. No, because that. it's never been a problem. It was never a problem before. When I was at a 12 hour drive. When I was at gigs before, and you got to consider this before cell phones and all that shit. You, and you, had, you literally had to get mail and all that shit. But I just remember, I just, I just remember, we ain't changed a bit. I just remember that um, gigs I played before, when the headliner bought somebody, nobody said shit. You know, like somebody like maybe they just didn't like you. No, 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 no. When when the headliner bought somebody that had somebody stay with them, you couldn't say shit. Headliner bought girlfriends or wives or whatever, and and you just dealt with it. But you know, now granted, I wasn't a headliner; I was a feature. But still, and that motherfucker told on me, and it was like it really wasn't a big deal because we didn't stay. We didn't stay stay in there. We didn't get in his way. But he got pissy, and it made uh, everything off. Then it, we had to find another place. For me and to they stay. overcharged and shit. Oh, but man. I paid for that. Did I paid you? for that. Yes, I did. I pay. I felt bad. I paid for that. But you know, what I remember about the whole thing though is that yeah, we were pissy at each other. But I remember us going on the beach at night, and we shot the gun. In the air, remember that? Who's gun was it? Did your gun? I don't have a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying to get me on a weapons violation, motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah, we sure. What are you, a felon? You yeah. can't have a gun? Shut up, shut up. But I, <laughs> no, but it was like. I took know. a gun across four state lines. Yes, dummy, because here's, here's your dumb part. You're, you're smart, but you're so smart that you're actually dumb in some aspects because I also remember when we were doing a gig in Michigan and you bought your gun and you didn't tell us we were going to go. We were going to go. No, we were going to go to Canada. And you go, listen, man, I got a gun, but it's registered. No big deal. And you go, let me show you something. And you called your lawyer and he was like, you, you can't do that shit. And he was like, huh? Because I remember you going, Huh? And I was like, oh shit. So we were going over the, the bridge to Canada, go to that strip club, and they go, You got any weapons? <laughs> Claire? And, and, and it was me, you, Spark, and Marvin. Marvin. And everybody got quiet. Marvin said, <laughs> I don't have any weapons. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I just remember, like, we were like, we were the worst, like, like poker faces, like, gun. We like, whoa, 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 why is it gun? And and it was like, oh man, please don't, please don't anybody. Hey. And I, I don't think we said anything, and he let us go, but I, but did they inspect the car? No, no. They no, didn't? No. Okay, that wasn't with you then. No, no, I was there one time where they did pull us over, but I don't think yeah. I had my gun then. Okay, but yeah, you said, well, well, well. well first of all, you, I could legally take my gun into Michigan. At the time, I didn't know we were going to go into Canada. So I, if yeah. I'd known, I wouldn't have brought it. it we're in the car when we went to Canada. Yeah. I, I've, I've learned a lot more about gun laws <laughs> yeah, since th then. Yeah, thanks for telling us now. Well, we, well, we, well, we didn't get in jail. Yeah, but we did. First of all, y'all wouldn't have been in jail. I would have been because I would have owned up. I would have said it's they my gun. They would have put us in jail anyway just no, for they being with you. Been. Yeah. 
Accessories. Man, wait a minute. Accessories. Hey, but, hey, overall, I've had great road trips with you, man, for the most part. For the most part. I mean, but that, that was just one of my falling out. What I thought was, but I, I just remember us shooting a gun uh, on the beach. I, I never I shot a gun before, and we shot it in the air. And I remember it was like our kind of like, uh, okay, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, yeah, we're, we still we're, like. Yeah, we're still boys, but, you know, damn T, you fucked up, but. Okay, you know, and we just did had it. We had a little moment of bonding there, and then it did. I remember doing that last show, and, uh, and we got I can think car. of another bonding moment we had there. <laughs> I can think of a lot of bonding. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember us leaving, but I remember I hated that dude. I remember it was Mike is Mike Ivory. I just remember him being like, "Really, dude? He's kind of being a bitch because we weren't really like, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know." Because I remember the guy who booked this was like, uh, "He's an old man, you know. He's this and that, so he didn't really like to." And I was like, really, old man? You know that old man just fucked one of your weight staff, right? <laughs> <laughs> remember, that, remember that hot chick we saw him coming out of the, the yeah, room? Yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I never in a million years, I go, Mike pulled that. Remember yeah, that shit? I remember, bro. Yeah. So. After you reminded me. <laughs> hey, man, it's hot as hell in here. Well, that's why we got the water, bro. This is like a sauna in this place. Well, it's because, you know, we're, we're stationed yeah, by that. Damn. The thing. Yeah. So, Shit, yeah. So, I ruined your couches and everything. But but I paid you back because you got my Netflix subscription. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes up for it. Because I look at it and go, I'm not watching this. I mean, because it says, you know, continue watching. go, I'm not watching this shit. Hey, every time I, every time I use it, I go, good looking out, BT. <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of knocks off one of the chicks I hooked you up with. <laughs> that and the Super 8 VIP card. What? We went oh, to Las Vegas. Oh, don't get me started. Let me tell you that. something. I, I mean, I've always been broke in this business, but whenever I had to, whenever I had a chance to come up, I always invited you. <laughs> I honestly. And so when we worked Las when I worked Las Vegas, oh, I, was I working Las Vegas? It was one of those in between. No, you. Um, I couldn't have been because why would I stay at a Super 8? But I had a Super 8 VIP card and you couldn't have told me shit. For reals. I had a Super 8 VIP card. For reals. Super 8 v- that's, this, this is how I'm living. I had a Super 8 VIP card and it was a black card and you couldn't have told me. I thought I was the shit. And I said, yeah. hey, dog, I got the VIP card for, for Super 8. Come on down yeah. to Vegas and we going to do this shit. And I just remember you came in, I picked you up and we, we uh, I think you came in like a I don't know six or seven. We took a we took a nap until like ten o'clock, and then we this is when we were still clubbing our clubbing days. And we got up and we went out. And that was I don't know, but I don't know why we went to Vegas that weekend. For some reason, I mean, because I, I met you there. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, man. We've it's too 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 many time too much time has gone by. And now, but I just remember how proud of that shit you were. Now back then, yeah, it was what it was. But looking back on it now, it's like. This motherfucker was hyped over a, a Super, Super 8, 8 VIP, VIP card. You couldn't have told. I was like, I don't need no motherfucking Motel 6. I'm I'm two I'm I'm two numbers ahead. I'm VIP. But, but you know what's funny though is really pretty much every since then I realize hey man, you could go to Vegas on a budget Really, you could ball on the budget. You because you, you could easily because we were one street over. Yep, you were on Cobalt Lane. Cobalt Lane on the corner where Tupac got shot. Yep. Oh shit, that's it right. Was Flamingo and Cobalt. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Right there with Tupac. That's right. Tupac we're, got shot right there on the corner. Is it next to that Seven Eleven. Yep, yep. Right there on the corner. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were almost, we were almost there. Yeah, true. And uh, been, man, we could. So trying. now, man, when I go to Vegas, uh, unless I catch a deal, a lot of times I'll stay off strip. You know, oh, it's easy. You know I mean? Yeah. Last time we went, uh, matter of fact, my girlfriend uh, or my wife, as I call her, oh my god, you. is uh, oh my god, is uh, her boss has a condo right on that same street. Okay, right, right, right next to where we stayed actually, okay. and uh, so we stayed there. Got to stay there for free, and we balled, man. It was beautiful. 
I just, but then, but I, it must have been in between because I, at the time when I had a good manager, remember I worked uh, the, uh, oh, it's not even a, here's how fucked up they were. They lost their gambling license in Vegas. Who did? Uh, remember the place that I used to do, the, the, the Riviera, and it was another room I did. I, I did them back-to-back yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember working in Riviera, and I was opening up for Tommy Davidson. I had you come up. I remember that. And we partied in Tommy Davidson's penthouse. Remember that? I remember I, I remember that because I, I, I brought many? I brought the girl I, I brought a chick that I was dating tonight. Remember Man, that, Kristen? Oh my god! And Tommy was all over. Tommy to was over because honest, and I say this from the bottom of my heart. Going out wise, when you went out, there was no you if you you've gone out with some hot chicks, and honestly, that is rubbed off on me in a way because you always had the hot chick going to a club, and you always said, "I want to be known as a dude with the hot chick." Uh, I should say something to this dude parked next to my bonus cycle. But he's getting I got a feeling he's going to hit your shit. If he hits me, I swear I'm going to leave his podcast right now. Well, it, anyway, it start so, the countdown. But I remember, I remember though, uh, she was the hottest chick ever to walk into a club. And she had these, she was about 6'2 in heels. Yeah. And she had these these big natural, uh, these, big, uh, they were natural. Big, these big fake titties. Yeah. But, and she had that, that jumpsuit. And it, and she and she unzipped the and she unzipped it just enough. We see the cleavage. And I'm, I'm like not gonna, to show them titties. And I'm not gonna lie, she was the hottest chick to walk into a club with. Everybody be like, who is that? She, she knew how to. She knew how to do it, man. She oh, knew definitely. how to present herself. And when I look back at her, man, honestly, she don't get me wrong. She was a good looking girl. But looking back at it, she wasn't the hottest. But she knew how to present mm-hmm. herself mm. and to to look like she was just the hottest. But the thing was, I, I always said it, man. She was a, what I called a pro ho. Yes, she she always went out to professional athletes. Yep, I don't know how I managed to get her. I, yeah, but uh, but I <laughs> because, did because you had, you had that you had the pro game. Yeah, true that, true that. Yeah, pro I, game. Pro you game. always had great game more than me. I was a dude like honestly, I had the muscles and you had the, you had the game. <laughs> hey man, I used to always say this, man. I used to even say this to the chicks. And I was like, oh, he's gonna hit your shit. Uh, okay. You guys can't tell, man, but we're on a we're on a street. We see the street and BT. Ah, uh, you safe. You made it. Okay. So anyway, uh, I used to always say this, man. You you were all like ripped and shit. I was two. I was about two twenty. You were like ripped and shit, and and you were an entertainer. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was just no, no homo shit, but you're not a bad looking dude, man. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm you, 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 you throw in the personality. I mean, granted, well, no throwing the personality because yeah, that's what fucks you up. <laughs> but I used to I used to always say to my girl, "How does he not get more pussy? How?" And my girl would say, "I don't understand it. Like he's a good looking guy, da da da." And then she spent like three hours with you. She goes. I know why he didn't get any pussy. I go, exactly. I go, I used to always say this. You remember this? I used to say, yep, you talk yourself out of more pussy. I know. I know. Because- like the girl's into you. We'd be at the club and she'd be like, hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. She'd be into you. And then we like, I'd be like, BT, just shut up. The deal is closed. Yeah, I know. And you'd be hey, hey, you want to watch me juggle? You want to see? Watch this. You want to do push-ups? Yeah. Meat. Whatever. And then the girl would be like, uh, I just remember I gotta go water my grass. <laughs> it's like God damn it, BT. I know, man. But you know what? But but you but you know about you see me with the show high. Like if you catch me off stage after I just got to doing the show, it, it, I couldn't cut it off. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit better now, a little bit better now, but it's still there. And I look back, especially in my twenties, and I mean, especially twenties and thirties. I know, especially in my twenties and thirties, <laughs> watching this girl right now in this short skirt 
and she drops anyway. Uh, so yeah, especially my 20s, man. It was like it was like people always ask, "Is he on something? What's he on?" And it was I never. And that's one thing like by and the one thing, and I think we bonded over this. We were so much alike in a sense of didn't like do drugs. We, we didn't do drugs. We didn't drink. drink. We didn't. Uh, we never smoked marijuana. We never like we were like uh, I mean uh, quote unquote nerds. But, Squares. Yeah, but we didn't need that to have fun. No. Like people, I, and honestly, and I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not being a hypocrite. I've drank. I've drank before, him. and I <laughs> and I. And I still drink i mean but it's once in a blue moon but i don't need it to have a good time it's like people who like they feel like they have to get like when they get there they gotta gotta, they gotta get the drink yeah and i go i mean you always wonder like what's really going on in your life because man we've never like we've never really needed that oh we always had fun honestly i just remember hanging out with us and i just remember my stomach hurting from us laughing at shit without having a drink and i was having a good time without having a drink and we didn't need that shit i mean think about it man i worked in bars yep for 30 years of my life yes and never had a drink. Yeah, well, it, it never crossed never my mind when I walked in. Like even to this day, I don't know what a liqueur is. To this day, I don't know what a liqueur. I don't know what a, I don't know what any of that shit is. I, I, I never wanted to know. I don't know dark liquors. But people always say I don't drink dark liquor. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means because I don't care. I don't give yeah, a shit about. I don't care. Right I've never given a shit. But I, I got two but, friends that people used to always ask me, "Are they high or what drugs are they on?" You <laughs> and Corey. How was Corey on? Was it Corey? No, Corey never did drugs. See, People never, swore Corey was a lot like you, and you know what I mean? He's a, yeah. a, 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 you know, super ADHD. Which is hyped, man. I which mean, back then, we didn't know what ADHD was. We didn't. Back then, we just we just dealt with life how we dealt with I mean, we just have... Here's what I remember about you being in a bar, and this is the funniest thing ever. Uh, he was a cook. Ron was a cook at uh, just a regular bar, and and, and uh, so I would go see him in the daytime, and I'd go see him, and he goes, hey, man, you want to go to the mall? I'll go, Yeah. He was on, dude. He was on the clock. He didn't clock out. We walked out the back. We went to the mall. We did stuff at the mall, like wrap the chicks. We go to the little kiosks. We go to bookstores. And we come back. And I swear to God, we came back one time. You got to the kitchen. They go, hey, Ryan, you got to order. You go, thanks. And they never knew we were gone. Man, I, 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 to this day, I laugh at that. And you were still on the clock. Yeah, that, 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 Those were some of the best times ever, man. I agree. Man, honestly, for, I'm going to say 25 to 30. 30, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 40, 25 to 40 yeah. are my best years. I was going to get to that. Like, even though, granted, 25 to 40. mentally, it's different. We're in different places right now mentally, which is good and bad. But but I hate people who always act like 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 they, they don't want to confront their past. Like, oh, God, I don't know who that person was. I mean, life is so much better now. And I want to go, don't get me wrong. Mentally, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but but you can't do anything about it. But I say, I'm with you. 25 to 4, dude. And I was living out of my car at some time. Yeah. You talk about living the fucking dream. Living out of my car. No address. And I, I, I had an answer machine. And I had to stop and, and had a, I literally had a black book so I could get bookings. I had to, that that one one eight hundred call, call collect or whatever that John Lithgow did, and I had to call that number to you know to and to uh, to get bookings. And you call the bookers on a Tuesday after three or whatever when you're traveling. You had to find a rest stop or a payphone, which I think is obsolete now. Hold on, Wyatt. Do you know what a payphone is, Wyatt? <laughs> Have you seen one? Uh, in a movie. You've not seen one live in person. Wyatt has never seen a payphone. That's and we talked about that the other day, didn't That's we? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he can't recall hey, man, a payphone. I, I think I said this to you the other night, but I've said it to other friends is uh if you wanted to do a scavenger hunt, that would be a great thing to put on the list. Yeah. Is 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 a payphone. A payphone. Because I don't know, I mean, I, I know a place right now where you can go find one, but other than like the city county building still has a whole line, a whole bank of them. But other than the city county building, I don't know where I couldn't tell you right now where to go for a payphone. Pay yeah. Other than that. Yeah. 
Okay. That's a phone booth. Yeah, like Superman hat. They, I, I, I don't I doubt know. It. I bet if you saw a booth, it probably is not a phone in. I almost doubt. Wow. It. I mean that. I mean that. That's 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 going back in time, man. I mean that's that's what's it's funny about it. Is that yeah, going back in time. I remember I had to I had to find a payphone. I mean, well, it wasn't really hard to find a payphone back then. Yeah. But, and you had to call, do that one hundred and call and get bookings. But man, those were honestly, it didn't start getting to be like, okay, this ain't really fun anymore until about I guess forty. 43, 42, 43. I mean, because... It, it, I saw it too, man. I saw the evolution coming, man. I saw it. Because yeah. I, I would go to see you, see you at your shows, and it was like, it was like, okay, BT's throwing this game. And then a couple times when I went to your shows, and I could tell you were just walking through the motions, man. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Oh, because, man. you know why? Because honestly, it's like this. It's like, I think when you're going, okay, like when I was in LA, whatever, I had goals to get here and there. And, and it, so it was different. I was, you know, like I was, I was trying to get, I was trying to get on TV, trying to get this and that. And then there comes a time when like it flatlines and then you got to find, like when Judy dropped me, I had, a, I had a great manager who right now manages Whitney Cummings, Taylor Tomlinson, Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. She manages the big, big, big people. And she had me in the beginning and I, I felt like, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on my way. And when she dropped me, man, I just felt like I never got that back. And the mental from that was devastating. It's like, it's like your whole life, you've kind of dated, eh, whatever. And all of a sudden, you date Beyonce, and she's into you. And everything's going well. And I, I know where she goes, hey, it's over. And you go, what? And you're out there with, with the regular folk, and that's what it's like, man. It's like, fuck. And, man, it was hard because, and then you got to realize, man, when you're doing that, you're basically doing gigs from gig to gig to gig. And and you are, and don't get me wrong. I try to give every crowd, you know, a, a, a good show, whatever. That was my intent going in. But sometimes, man, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and you're going, man, where the fuck is this shit going? And then, like, yeah, some of those shows I'm sure were flat. And then I got a lifeline with Billy D when he did uh, Sell Out Comedy Tour, which I still, yep. th I, th I still think to this day was that reinvigorated me because it was something we've always talked about. And you kind of, in a way, you kind of were that way, like me, in a sense of. You know, and and this goes black and white. I mean, honestly, where people look at you like you're either from the hood or you're not. And there was never those in between guys. There was, yep. no, there was never those black yep. guys who like who could like rock and roll like me, who could whatever like have a conversation. Who didn't look at like, oh god, he's talking to somebody white or something. We never looked at somebody like that. We just talked and we 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 were comfortable no matter where we were. Yep. And we we've done and you used to do lingerie shows. He was the MC of lingerie you shows. Ain't gotta, you ain't gonna bring that. Up. <laughs> I'm bringing up your fact. <laughs> but we go honest. We go to those places back in the day where. I mean, you wouldn't think about setting Redneck. foot. We, you wouldn't think about setting foot in. Even, and even like they were cool. If you noticed, when your shows were over, they were kind of like, "Hey, thanks, bye," it, without saying it. And uh, it made a feather flag up. I mean, just the rednecks of the bars. And like, but we always felt comfortable. But we knew when to leave. And 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 honestly, I remember that. And so there was never like like you were either a hood dude or you weren't. And what Sell I did was it brought people like me. Or people like us into the fold, like, hey, man, we're black, and we're proud to be black, but also we're well-rounded, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was called white boy growing up because I listened to rock and roll. Even you don't listen to rock and roll, so it's kind of fun. You kind of no. you kind of uh, give me shit on that, but it's always a fun, playful shit. But at the same time, and Selah gave me, that That was my avenue, I felt. All four of us together, four comics together, talking about how you know we call sellouts because we weren't black enough. And I always call that crossover brothers. 
Oh my god, I love that crossover brothers. I might do. You know what? I I might do that too with uh with with uh, talk to the guys because we're thinking about getting the group back together again. Honestly, but yeah, crossover and it was crossover without trying to be crossover. But yeah. I, I will say this though, I was a trembling bitch when I had to go to all black crowds. I, oh, I ain't gonna yeah, lie. I, I said, I, I honestly, if I knew I was working an all black show or open up for like a black black act like Eddie Griffin or oh. Monique, I'm not gonna lie. I'd get a little anxiety, like and, and I, as, as you should. If I. <laughs> I knew it. Honestly, that's why when I did BET for the first time and I blew the spot, I'm not going to lie, I had a great set on BET. And I remember the first person I called was you. I go, man, I blew the spot. I blew the spot. Remember that? Yeah. I did BET. I called you up. And you're like, really? Yeah, I blew the spot, man. I had a great set. I was like, I can do this. I can do black crowds. And I, but then, you know, I'd do another one and I would just eat at Dick. And I remember, but I, but I would be like, and I, and I have anxiety. Like when you book a heart black, palpitation, when you book, seriously, when I booked the black show, you know, urban show, wait, call urban now. When I booked the black show, I'd have this like, like this, this like, that, that, that feeling in your, in your stomach that you know it's coming, like something that you regret. Like when your mama said, you're going to get a whooping when I get home from, from work. Yeah. And you knew it was and coming. You, you just looking at the clock. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I hope she got to do yeah. overtime. Yeah. If she gets <laughs> up at 5 o'clock, you know she was home at 5.15. So at 4.45, you were trembling, bitch. That's how I was every time I booked a black show. It could have been- bubble guts and shit. Oh, my God. And if it was a young black show, like even back in the day, if it was like an all-black college, like I was supposed to do LSU one time. It was supposed to be an afternoon show. For like these fraternities, and man, I got nothing for them, bro. It was like, it was like Michael Spinks fighting Mike Tyson back then. Mm. I got nothing for these motherfuckers, mm. man. And I remember I fucked up, and I missed. I thought it was the next day, and it was that day because I got a phone call at two o'clock saying, "VT, where were you?" I go, "Huh? Yeah, the gig was at. Where were you?" I go, "I missed." He go, "Yes," and I was like. And in a way, I was like, "Thank God!" And, and colleges pay a mint. And back then, I was broken. I, I could have got, I would have gone. I'd been big, dick daddy dog on that gig. And I was like, "I missed it." Oh, but you would have burnt. You would have went down in a oh, my fiery God. I would have been shot down. I was like, I'd have been like a kamikaze. Like, hey, that was reminded me of the story Spark told me. Where he, I forget where he was, but he did the show, and the guy goes, <laughs> "He said the guy saw him." Outside of the gig at the supermarket, it was like, "Hey, man, you that comic man? I saw you earlier. You wasn't funny, hey dude. You wasn't funny." And he's like, "Hey, man, come here, bro. It's that comic I was telling you about. Hey, dude, you wasn't funny." I laughed that all the black time. crowds would do you that way, and and when you bomb from a black crowd, it's the worst feeling in the world because it's just that that night. And let's keep it going for BT. You get that. <laughs> man, I remember like doing it, open up for Eddie Griffith and, and Dayton, man, and I remember just like nothing. I mean, they like I, I, I like uh, this dude in the back goes talk about something we can relate to, and because I was talking about NASCAR and shit, I was like, yeah. Oh, I, I just remember funniest thing I ever said. I remember I was talking to my, my buddy Kevin Bozeman. I go, man, how come black crowds don't like me? And he goes, because you talk about Pearl Jam. That's yeah, why. yeah. You used to, they couldn't relate, man. So and then I don't know where, but I said, fuck it, man. I'm gonna face my fucking fear. So when I did L.A., you know, sometimes you know you go. You do, I didn't do hood hood rooms, but you know I'd, I'd go in and do some stuff. And and finally I just overcame. I said, fuck it, man. I overcame that. And then I wasn't bad, but it was like, okay, black crowd, okay, okay. But I tell you what, I, I was proud of myself is when I opened up for Monique. And I didn't change my shit. I kept it. I didn't cater to him. I didn't go, yo, what's up? What's up? Y'all came out. Hey, guys. I, was like, I mean, I pretty much was the same way. And it worked. I mean, for the, for, I mean, you know what I mean? As good as it could be. As, <laughs> you got to say it like that. Hey, man, I, I remember, man. I used to always have to preface you 
to my other friends, you know, <laughs> before I took them to a comedy show. Like they go, hey man, where's your, don't you got a friend to come? I go, yeah. How come you never invite us to a show? I go, ah, uh, man, I don't think you would be into it, man. He's not like, he's not like black, black comedy, you he know? Black, he's black, but he ain't black, black. He ain't black, he ain't like Def Jam. I mean, we can go, but I'm just saying, don't expect a bunch of black, black jokes. You know, I was perfect. And then I spent the whole show, you on stage up here, and I'm busy looking at them, see if they laughing, like, God damn it. Like, you know how Carlton is on, on Fresh Prince? Yeah, kind of like that. Like, this is the dude that at the time was my best, best friend. I'm hyping up. I spent all my time. With. And then I'm bringing other friends that are more hood and shit yeah. like that, and I'm bringing them to a show, and they're like, "This motherfucker, horny <laughs> as fuck." I know, man. But you know what? But for whatever reason, I dug your shit, man. Man, but you know what though? And here's the thing. And it's like looking back on it now, I can. It's 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 weird. I can look back on it now. It's like, and don't remember, and sometimes, and I'll say this, man. We didn't give uh, like those audiences or all black audiences enough credit. I mean, you still have to be fun. I mean, you don't have to be all blah, 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 like Martin or all the way out there with energy, but it's got to be well-constructed joke. It still has to be funny. And I think that's why I thought you had to come out there and say motherfucker all the time and talk about fucking all. No, you just have to be, first of all, you can't show fear. I mean, black audience will, they're like sharks, man. They smell that shit and they will jump on you. You got to go up there, be confident who you are. And I think, and Vince and working with Sella taught me that is, hey man, you know, tell them who you are up front. That way they can't say, man, this shit's corny. If you come out and say, hey, man, you know, I never was a hood dude. And I think even Kevin Hart did. That's why I always love Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart, he's not really a hood comic. But, I mean, he, he gets, some, you know, in the fishing beginning, had had more uh, predominantly black audiences. But he never really was a hood, hood comic. But even he said on one of his specials, he goes, you know, I never was into, like, the streets. He goes, I was in the weird shit like spelling bees. And that, and that was his way of saying, hey, man, I'm not hood. But, and I would just, and I was like, why, I, I was I wish I was smart enough to do that in the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell them who I am up front. Hey, man, you know, I never was in a, I was more into Kiss and, and rock and roll. And then, you know. I, I kind of think you did, man. I always felt like you did set up your, you, I mean, because you came out to. Uh, to Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah, but that's. Blah, 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 and you go, that's why I got kicked out of the ghetto. See, that worked So you for set me. the prep. You, 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 the, whole, the whole premise was, I'm black. You could see that I'm black. I don't have to tell you I'm black. I'm yeah. black. But. Yeah. I'm into this other shit, but it, but it took me a while to get to there because I used to come out to uh, you know Metallica, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that, which I desire. And right. I come out to that and it just end, and I go into jokes and I'd be like, I don't get this shit. And, oh, then okay. and then finally one day, and I just remember working with John Hinton, uh, uh, and I remember we were in, we were in Virginia, <clears> and and I remember. I did that, and I and it's one of those things. You know me; I like I used to like to play on stage, you know. So when I ended, I go, and that's why I got kicked out of the ghetto, and the and the response from that I go, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's it. So that way they tell people that okay, this is who I am, and I think that helped. And and that's and I think that's where I got more comfortable with black audiences. You know what I mean? And and I always say this: the my saving grace for black audiences, if I got out of the material and start and go into the crowd with them, because I mean I can I can go I can go improv. You know, like See, I, ne I never liked your your improv, man. Really? No, nah, really. You 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 I I wanted to see your material. As a matter of fact, I remember having a conversation with you, man, because yeah. for a lot of years you were straight material da da da. Yeah. And then when I went to a show and you didn't do as much material, and I go, "Hey, man, do you not believe in your material anymore?" I mean, see, so, but sometimes and what I didn't do when I should do and and I've been doing it a little bit is I should have recorded every show because sometimes like I used to have my act so tight that I would and I'd know where I get the last and I would stop because I think it was when the the check drop came and I knew that's when I could When the what came? The the check drop. You know what I mean? You know, where, where they, they drop the checks and people have to start paying their wages oh, yeah, 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 and they ain't listening. So I knew, my act was so tight, I knew I could stop at this point, fuck with the crowd, 
and then pick it back up and finish strong. I mean, that's how tight my shit used to be. And I liked it that way. And then, you know, it's like an evolution. Then it got to the point I was like, Oh, and this is why I should have recorded because there, there was a lot of gems from going into the crowd or, you know, those laughs you can't redupe. Yeah. But if you, some of those you can't reduplicate. I mean, that's just in the moment shit. But some of those, if you write it down. Did you say reduplicate? Redu- yeah, you know I make words up and shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, so I, could, I could reduplicate. So yeah. I could, I, you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah, just I say could, duplicate. I could, okay, yeah, I could duplicate. It's reduplicate, it's right? It's not reduplicate. Duplicate is already tomato tomato motherfucker. It's not tomato tomato. Tomato tomato. tomato. It's not a tomato tomato. Yes, it is because tomato and tomato are actually potato potato. Those are actual words. Reduplicate. It's redundant to say reduplicate. Okay, man, it shows over. Hey, thank you guys for (laughs) coming. It's like you're saying to to, to copy copy to recopy to recopy. Is that kind of like refried beans? No, I'm just. <laughs> we still got it, brother. I love it whenever because you pointed it out on the first podcast. Whenever a hot chick passes, it always pauses me and I, without know, even knowing the setup. And I hope you know what I hope. I hope that never leaves me. I used to always say this. Here's what I used to always say. I used to always say the 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 minute I pass a Hooters or a strip club or hot and I, or and I don't get that surge of uh, in me, it's time to go and. Like I I do, but I don't. But I still love to see a hot chick pass, and I don't. And we've never been cat callers, really. Nah. So I like to watch. You know, my we. You know what's one thing I, I love about that? We've never been. I mean, the things we've done with girls or whatever. And I don't apologize. Hey, that shit was it re, 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 reciprocated. It was. It was. And we never. We never cat called. Like, hey, baby, come here. Or hey, girl. You know, it never was that. So it was. It, I, that's why I don't feel bad about hey, man, the past. You can say what you want. But if the Me Too movement would have happened back in the oh, days, we would have been done. We'd have been caught up. I, I, I always say I'm not so much hashtag Me Too. I'm hashtag not yet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if, if I made if I made it big, if I if I, if I was on a precipice of making it big, like I was on all the talk shows and I was just gonna make that step, somebody somewhere would find, and it wouldn't be too hard to go digging. You wouldn't even need a you wouldn't even need a miner's helmet. You would just hey man, a couple phone calls and be like, I'm done. They go no. At the peak of the Me Too movement, true story. I honestly thought somebody from my past is gonna come out, you know, from from my from my business, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. From ex, from exquisite. Yeah. I really thought, hey, hey, hey man, I I abused the position of owner, power, a power, a power. I I know I, I, I did. Yeah. You know, even though it was all what as you say it was reciprocated, whatever. But looking back at it, uh, I'm not gonna say I was wrong, but I'm just gonna say I abused that position. Yeah. Uh, uh, but hey. Fuck it, man. It is what it is. It is what it is, and it was, ne- man. It, that, that's a slippery slope. In, 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 I, and I don't mean fuck it, man, like that. But I know, I know. I, I, rec- I, know. I recognize now, yeah, what exactly. happened back then. But it, you know, I, I get it, man. When people say those were the times, doesn't excuse it. It doesn't excuse it. It's almost like, but yeah, you know, just like when people say about racing. Well, back in, back in the day, you could call a guy a nigger, and you just wasn't a big deal. That's what everybody did. <laughs> It didn't make it fucking right. It never but was I back in the day. Yeah, I, man, no I kidding. It. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. But hey, I, you can't do that. You can't say that now, though. Like, I, I clearly after the Me Too movement, I couldn't go. Like, if I owned a company where majority of women work for me, and I said some of the shit that I said back then, 
Clearly, I can't go. Yeah, but those were the times. Well, it's not the times now. It's not though. the time. You got to deal with what is now, and I mean that's where and and I, you always got to stay present. Like older comics, like myself or whatever, we get on stage now. It's like, hey man, some of those older jokes, you got to cut them loose because I mean th- that day is done, and you yeah. got to still you got to deal with the present, man. You got to write for the present now, and but there's also that, and also. And here's what I hate, though, and I get it. I get the Me Too movement, and and I think it's great. I think it was needed, good for them. At the same time, though, I don't, I don't pander. I hate when guys say I'm a feminist. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Now, because me, I was like, you should always, you should always treat people as equals in the in the get go. But I, but I hate saying, well, I'm a feminist, and I think, fuck off, man. I mean, you should have treated women equally back then, anyway. Now, as far as like. Yeah, something. Okay, what? Well, okay, how about this? Now, did you, you? I don't know how long. When's the last time you been to a strip club? Uh, actually, not too long ago. And then, did you feel? Do you feel guilty or? No, I don't feel. No, no, no. I, I think that's a completely different thing. Okay, why well, no, I'm just asking. You know, some guys. No. Man, I, I hear some comments go. Well, I can't even go there now because I feel guilty knowing that these girls. And I go, no, because you know what? Nobody forces them to do that shit. Exactly. This is not. They're not like in the. Uh, uh, what's it called? This um, sex slaves. They're, they're not. They're not. They're not made to do that, man. On, on the local level. On yeah, the local on level. the local level. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not buying it. But yeah, but but I tell you what, man. I don't I don't dig I don't dig the strip club. I was there. I was just we went as a group. It was a bunch. We all uh, one I, of my buddies' girlfriend. How come I didn't get the invite? Well, because you don't hang with that clique of mine. Oh, excuse me. Well, I'm not yeah. black enough. Well, no, it's just you know who they are. You know the nut, the D, T Bone, all those guys. You don't hang with us, man. Okay, man. Okay. I mean, even when I invite you to stuff, mm-hmm. no, think about it. That's when cool. I invited you, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, because they bring it up all the time. They bring it up when I had a cookout at my house, and all of them came. Uh, the, what I'm gonna call the uh, fancy cycle boys. Okay. And I invited you, Sparkman, and uh, Drew. It was so separate. You motherfuckers, you spark and them, y'all sit over here, and everybody else sit in my clique. My, but my we're also entertainers, too, though. Yeah, but still, man, but y'all, y'all didn't intermingle, man, and they bring that shit up all the time. Well, we didn't and, do it on purpose. It yeah, but, not- but it happened. Y'all automatically, y'all just didn't vibe with us, man. And I, I shouldn't say us because y'all were my boys. Yeah. I was thinking about standing up, too, man. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's my podcast. Do what the fuck you want to do. Well, if you, now that you did it, I might do it. Well, do it. I, these I, I, stools are the most uncomfortable well, fucking I, I, So I'm being the follower now? I'm just saying, maybe you should get some more comfortable <laughs> stools in this bitch. Hey, talk to Wyatt. He's 19. He, well, he, well, he, you, it's your show, as you so eloquently put it. He's going to run out and get some. Get some goddamn new stools, because these motherfuckers <laughs> are hurting my 53-year-old ass. <laughs> but, but nah, man, um, I just remember it was, it was a separate thing, and I just thought, this kind of sucks, man. I want my boys to all intermingle. But, but, I, but I didn't know they felt that way because I didn't. I don't. I never. I don't. At least I don't think so. But, but like I said, this is me. This is me critiquing me or me looking at me. So I'm glad you said that. But I, I don't think I've ever looked at guys like, oh my god, these guys are hood guys. I don't know. Oh, oh you know, I, I completely got it. So it was that click that we went to the strip club. So okay. we was all coupled up. Uh, so it was like five couples. Okay. Uh, went to the strip club because the the girl's birthday who it was. She went to go to the strip club, so her man was like, oh, yeah, baby, let's go. And, you know, my girl, uh, I don't know if she had ever been to a strip club or not. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, we went, and I was sitting back, and I was just like, man, I don't miss this at all. But, but I know. At all. Remember, we used to be all about but, some strip but clubs, But you, know, you know what, though? Looking back, I... I mean, I was, but I was. Like, I never was strip, strip, strip. Not like, not like, not like Marvin. I never was strip club. Like the funny thing is, every day goes, "Hey, man, I got a problem, man." I go, "What is it, Marvin?" He goes, "Man, I'll be driving sometimes, right? I'll pass out. We can, we can put up a strip club." Man. 
And that's it. He look. I mean, he's got it down to a T. He knows to sit at a table after some dude is left, so they won't hit him up for the drink. Yeah, he brings his own napkin. Yeah, shit, put a he napkin brings his own him. napkin to a strip club. And if he if he spends more than seven dollars at a strip club, I mean that's that's big balling for Marvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I never really was a strip strip strip. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't get me wrong. I've gone. I had yeah. a good time at one in Vegas one time, but. I never was a strip, strip, strip up kind of dude. That was not my thing, though. And so, you know, but I get it. But I, yeah, I was asking just just to see how how deep into you know the me too you were. I mean, seriously, I, when it was when it was when it was when it was going on hot and heavy, I really had some uh, reflections. Yeah, you know what I mean. I really did. I reflected back on my life and everything that went on, and I, and in my head, in my head, I I had I had the revelation in my head of okay, you recognize what you did, and I, I honestly. I thought about making some phone calls. And saying I'm sorry? Yes, kind of. Yeah. I really did. And somebody, I, t- I had a conversation with a female friend of mine, and she goes, don't do that shit. Yeah, because you can get a lawsuit. Don't do that shit. She said- They could record it? No, she just said, those girls may have forgot about that or moved on. It wasn't big of a deal. And you may be bringing something back up yes. to them. But they go, hey, maybe I can. True. And I thought- that's a good fucking point. I'm glad. You know, I always bounce stuff off of female right. friends. Yeah, of mine, it's, it's always good. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because you get a c- completely different yes. perspective. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't do it. But uh, because over the years, man, uh, you some of these girls that you you knew most of the girls that worked. For I me. knew all of them girls. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten messages. I can still show you to this day. I've gotten messages from some of the girls apologizing to me how they treated me because some of the girls. I was all in for. I looked out for. Yeah, I know you did. Financially, I, yes, you mentally, did. everything. And you had that meeting over your house on Sunday to teach yeah. them how to invest and stuff. Yeah, all that shit. And they just completely. Some of them, some of them that I felt close to, completely fucked me over. Yeah. To this day, some of them are still like I'm, I would still cuss them out if I saw them today, because I felt like, all things considered, I was a pretty decent boss considering the line of work that we did yes, and all we that did. shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've gotten messages from at least three different girls over the years saying, you know what. I'm really sorry for the way I treated you and the way we ended. Yes. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it, it was a big deal. Yeah. And one of the three girls I didn't respond to. Okay. Yeah, I didn't okay. respond to. I just thought, yeah, you know, I'm still shitty behind you. You know what's funny? I did the same thing with uh, relationships. I mean, I, you know, like, God, I had so many, you know, it, and there's no, you know, I was just a dick as far as relationships. You know, it was like uh, out, of my, out, of sight, out of sight, out of mind. And I'm not going to lie, man. I've, I, yeah, I've always said I only had like maybe two bad girlfriends girlfriends you know what i mean the girl to cut your buttons off buttons uh buttons uh, the fight me and buttons at like that's the only one that i you know and, and again hence i mean you think you know man i ain't gonna put my hand on a woman whatever i i remember you had a fight with christian who could have held her own and all you did was hold her hands from hitting you you know what i mean so i just remember me and buttons got in a knockdown drag out at this hotel in michigan to where she slant she stormed out and she knocked on the door, and as soon as I opened the door, this shoe was coming down over my head, and I oh shit, it's on. Luckily, we were at one of them hotels that uh, that wouldn't have been no big deal. It's like ah, eh, another typical Friday night, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it was like even if they heard a gunshot, they go ah, no big deal. <laughs> Continental breakfast, eight o'clock, <laughs> cold biscuits, you know. So like we fought, and I just remember going, God damn it, listen to me, and I just remember holding her down like that and holding her wrist, going, God damn it, and, and I never had that kind of rage before in my life, but I finally went there. And I've called every, and I've called pretty much all the girls who I did wrong. And, and don't get me wrong, I did buttons wrong. 
But I think Buttons was doing some other shit too, and she ain't gonna admit it because there was there was I was, I was in a ditch in North Dakota. I I was in it was in a snowstorm. I fell off a ditch. We were supposed to be, we were supposed to be boyfriend and girlfriend, and I went off a ditch in North Dakota. I was down a ravine, and a trucker stopped. Hey, buddy, you okay? Yeah, call for help. You know what I mean? I was doing that shit, and so I remember, and I remember. I called her. You know, you call your girlfriend times like that. I go, hey, what's going on? And she goes, hey, I'm watching a movie. Okay. And I got company. I said, okay. And yeah, like she was with some dude, like her ex or some shit. So, you know, what am I supposed, you know what I mean? So I was like. Uh, Maybe so, you should have hit that bitch. But, no, I'm, but, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I did get hey, off the phone with her. Touching me. But I did get off the phone with her and told this other girl I knew and go, hey, I'm in the ditch. Oh, my God. Do you need anything? I'm like, really? So so don't get me wrong. But I did call every girl that I felt I did a wrong and I apologized to them. And that made me feel good. And you know what? They all That's did. That's one of the 12 steps of alcoholism. Well, I, I just felt like I needed to cleanse myself because, like I said, I don't do drugs. I don't, my, my one thing was, hey, man, I just like women. I mean, you know what I mean, and it's not like it's no, it's no. I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, justify what I did. It was wrong. So I called him up and go, hey, I'm so sorry I treated you like shit. You were great to me, and and and, and nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm like. Well, you know, and they just like, oh, I was like, God damn it, let me apologize. You know what I mean? It's like, but they were cool. Like, oh my God, like Sam and Ron. I mean, like, they were just the fucking best. They were like, you know, I understand. And and, and I, it felt good to get that off my, to get that off my, my conscience or my soul. I mean, you, you, you're, we're talking about some stuff right now that would, <clears throat> could be a much longer conversation. It could be. I mean, seriously. <laughs> but I, I kind of glanced at my watch and I knew we could, I, I thought, because oh, it's, okay. so. Are we are we limited to an hour? Well, I mean, I, I'll, yeah, talk, but it, I'll, I'll talk to Wyatt. He'll he'll, edit <laughs> no, I th- he'll get his blue blockers I, I, on. He'll. <laughs> I just think I just think I just think it's a much larger conversation. It's two different conversations that I think could be a whole podcast within itself. And within itself is the relationship between me and you, and it would be a total bitch out conversation. Not bitch out, but it would be we would come off like a couple of bitches. Yeah. I, I know I would. I know I, I'm always. I, I would come off like a little bitch. Because I've never wanted to have this conversation with you, and we've—I've always avoided it. What? Uh, I'm not gonna have it. No, I'm get not, it out. No, no, get it out. No, That's what this no, no, is no, for, no, man. No, no, but no, because I don't feel like we can go as deep as we. If look honestly, and I'm not—I'm not trying to get back on. I appreciate you. If you ever invite me back on, we'll go there. Well, okay, well, you will. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go there again. We'll go uh, again. And then there's another conversation about. I think we should, we could have a conversation about. Uh, Spit it out. Relationships. Oh my God! Yes. Relationships. Female yes. relationships. The girls that that you've been involved with. The girls I've been involved with. And I think that would just be interesting. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yes. You know yes. what I mean? So. But so yeah. but we also have to t- look at that in the parameters of where where we were then and ha- as opposed to where we are now. And I mean honestly, and it's like I said, it's no it's no. I'm not trying to justify it, but it just is, and and everything. And and honestly, if I look it, looking back now, I probably never should have been in a relationship at all. Until like probably now, and now I know I'd be a good boyfriend. I mean, I, I look at you, man. Truly, I, and I still, my girl and I, we had this conversation recently about you. Like, how is he single? Like, no, like, how does he want to stay single? Well, it, it's easy. I can't imagine, man. In Indianapolis, it's easy. No, it's not, man. Yes, it I is. I could not imagine not having a girlfriend for as long as you've not had a girlfriend. But now it's even worse now because now if I see somebody, I mean, I'm still, and I'm just going to be honest with it, I'm even more of a, like, guarded emotionally kind of. So I'm even more of a kind of 
I like, I, but I look at it like this now where I used to be young, uh, hit it, quit it, boom, you know, maybe try to keep in touch. But I also remember fucking wasting time. I remember flying into fucking Idaho to this chick I was in love with. That's the only time I, I took a trip exclusively to see a girl and I was into her and she was fucking seeing some dude. And I was supposed to stay with her, but I ended up, I think, sleeping on the couch while she talked to him on the phone in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember going, man, this fucking stuff. And so I remember all the wasted time and money on chicks I tried to be into, trying to do comedy also, and going, fuck it so so now i look at like okay if i do if i do hit how do i get out of it and like when you are you saying when you are you saying when you hit like when you fuck no no, i'm I'm looking at now like okay if i uh, this chick seems kind of okay cool now how do i hit and like again avoid a a relationship i just want to be clear what you're meaning yeah i know but avoid a relationship and kind of blow her off in a way but you know, but trying to keep it cool, kind of like, hey, you know, this is not going to be a relationship. You know, how, how at fifty something years old? Fifty? What are you? Fifty two? Fifty two in two weeks. Okay, fifty. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's coming up. Yeah, you can so, say that. Uh, how do you not know how to navigate that at this point in your life, considering all the relationships we've been in? Because how come you can't just come straight out, man, and just be like, look? Well, I, I hey, am in the a girl bit. I'm with right now, and I'm gonna say this, babe, and I hope you, when you see this, I hope you don't get mad at me. But look. I was I was I was messing around with a girl when I met her. Yeah, no. And she said, uh, "Don't you got a girlfriend?" I was like, "No, I got somebody I mess around with." Yeah. Uh, I just want to mess around with you. But it was, yeah. I said, "But I don't want anything serious with you. Right. I just want to mess around." And she was like, "Cool, that's good." She was down for the same shit. You know what I mean? Now, I I said this to her the other day. I think she had a plan in her head that like once I'm in. I'm gonna get him now, and I think most girls yeah. think that. Yes, because I think most girls all think you gotta that. do is act cool, like oh no, do but your thing. you know what? Say. We, she and I talk about this all the time. Timing, timing, timing. Timing in life is everything. 10 years ago, she wouldn't have got me. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we talk about that. She wouldn't have got me. 10, 15 you years were ago, you were a different person. She wouldn't have got me. But now, very shortly after we start messing around, the other girl went away. The other girl was looking for, you know, she's married now. Right, right. You know what I mean? So she was clearly looking for something. Right. Uh, a more stable relationship, which I had already told her I wasn't uh, trying to do. Right. So my girl waited out. We stuck it out, and again, I didn't. I didn't necessarily see it coming, but when it came, I let it in. That see, I, I let it good in. Good for you. And good honestly, you. man, and I'm not just I mean saying it. this. I, I don't. And I'm saying this because I don't know if she'll ever see this. Best decision I've ever made, man. I'm good for you, man. I don't. Best decision. But I don't. What I don't. I, I want that for you. Ah. I do, man. I want that for you, especially when I when I consider how good of a girl she is. She's a great woman. Is it over? No, keep going, keep going. Keep she, going. she has a great, um, she has an understanding. When I first met her, you know, I was still riding my motorcycle. I had motorcycles, right. and I was still hanging out late. You know, me and my boys, we would ride. And we, you, even you, we'd right. go out, and sometimes we'd be out to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Having we fun. wasn't fucking chicks or nothing, man. We were just fun. hanging out. Like Kevin Hart said, me play ping pong. And, and, and I told her that. I said, hey, I still want to hang out. You know, uh, we used to hang out at the motorcycle shop all hours of the day, right. uh, two or three days, sometimes four days a week. I said, hey. I want to still be able to do that. I'm not going to fucking uh, feel like I got to come on. But uh, she said, cool. And at, at the time, I thought, yeah, she's just saying this. But she meant that shit. Yeah. She didn't ever give me shit. There were times when I was hanging out, man, I go, maybe I should check in. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or maybe I should go home. You know what I mean? I would come home. She goes, what are you doing home? I, go, ah, I kind of felt like, she goes, babe, I, you know, I'm, I'm really not tripping. She goes, I like my time, too. Oh, that's oh. she was like, hey, I like it when your ass ain't here too. That's, you know what I mean? Oh my and, god! And today, you know, hey man, 
hey, best decision I ever made, man. She's the best girl I've ever been with. I hope it never ends. I hope we never, we've we've been together almost four years. Don't think that way. We've not had any arguments or anything like that. It's good. You know what I mean? As well, you shouldn't. I mean, I'm a We've firm- been on the same page for the most part, man, and I hope it continues, you know. And I, I, and I call her my wife because we live together. It's the same shit. I mean, the only difference is she don't have a ring. Here's, here's the way I feel about it. And, and knowing you, how I know you, the only time I've ever seen you like just angry and all the 30 years oh, 35 as I've known you ever seen you angry like lose your shit you're the calmest you. motherfucker you could, you're the kind of guy that could be going 80 miles an hour and all of a sudden a snowstorm hits and you hit black ice and there's a cliff and you're about to go over you go well let me put ABS on and I'll just okay let me look where I'm going and uh, I think we'll be fine the only time I've ever seen you and you know where I'm going with yeah, this, totally. is baby's mama Baby and mama. that's the only time so so you're you've always been a calm dude now and I always say this and I'm talking out of my ass here but the older you get Man, I think past the age of 35, maybe 40, you shouldn't have a knockdown drag out with you. It should be kind of, you know, amicable. Mm-hmm. Like, sweetie, why did you why did you wash your dishes? I mean, I, it shouldn't be like, you know what? I'm thinking, to me, that's 20-year-old shit where you blow up. So I can see that now. I mean, now, I'm so fucking happy for you now when I go over there now. And, man, I just hang. I go, man, I'm so happy for my boy. I felt last week when we watched the UFC fights together. And, I, I, man, I left. And I felt so bad when you told me how bad your back was. Man, I, I honestly, I was in my helmet and I was almost crying because I go, fuck, man. That's my dude. And, you know, we've been ups and downs, whatever. Like I said, we always have each other back. But we had, you know, our little ups and downs. But, man, I was in my helmet grinding home going, fuck, man. I hope he feels better. I just, I felt so bad for you. And I really did. But I was happy at the same time. Like, oh, man, I'm glad you found somebody. Now, me, on the other hand, you say that. But me, I don't know if I can let somebody in. I, I don't. And, and I did one on my podcast. And I touched on the surface of this. And I said, it all stems from when I was a kid. Me and my brother had the same piggy bank for Christmas, okay? And so he was a kid. I mean, he was a little bit, you know, and so he broke his. And my parents gave him, gave me the one he broke and gave him the other one. And ever since then, I think it fucked me up because I thought, well, I'll never be good enough. I always see that. So I, but, and so I know me, and I know I was better in increments. That's why I was always been a hit it, quit it kind of dude. Like, if you meet me for one night in town, whatever. I'm the best. I mean, I'm. I'm the. I'm. The, I'll make you laugh. We'll, we'll, we'll have. A, we'll have a good meal. We'll have great sex. And then it's like, hey, see you later. You're like, oh my god, PT, what a great time. But on the um, but on the everyday, the everyday grind to get up every day to every day. I don't know if I could do that, man. And I and I don't want. But you just got to find somebody that's. that's but I don't know if I. Interest, but I, I, but, it, but it's me. But I don't know if I can let that guard down and be like, all right, come in. This is me. This is who I am. Come into my life and let's fucking you know let's fucking let's try to work something out together. I don't know. And now that now I'm at the stage now where I, I this is what I love now and thinking about other things to do because I don't want to drive Uber when I'm 70 or 65. Because now you know what I mean. I'm at the back end. You know, I'm, I, if I was a basketball yeah. player, I'd be one of those dudes that when they call me to go in, I got to get on the bicycle for like 10 yeah. minutes and then I like, take my sweats off and then go in. You, you know, know what you, what you you know what you should seriously seriously and for everything you got going on. You do all this stuff where you take care of your body, yeah. and you do yoga, and you ride, ride. You do everything to take care of your exterior. Right. You need to do some uh, interior. Yeah. No, you need to. You need some, some drywall. You need some, some therapy, man. Well, this is my therapy. No, Talk, no, you, this is no talking this out right now. I know. I know. Is a therapy because I, otherwise it'd be in my head, man. Yeah, I got you, and that's great. That's why I punch people out at Starbucks, man. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's great. That's great. But you also need somebody that's trained. And, yeah, I, and can give you some feedback yeah. to guide these thoughts. Yeah, that's true. And, and don't get me wrong, this is a good, is it's therapeutic. This is great. This you know is what I mean? Cathartic. It, I like that. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to lose this thought real quick. Okay. But but I think you should do that. S- 
uh, also talking about this, man. I'm happy as shit for you, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. You know, when I did see your podcast that I stumbled up on because you didn't tell me about it. Man, my bad. You know? I thought you knew. And uh, I thought, I thought man, because, you know, for a long time, man, I've been wanting to do a... Uh, uh, and we can talk to Wyatt after this for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean it. Yeah, no, seriously. I think we should. No, because, I mean it. Because I've been wanting to do this, man. And uh, and seeing you do it, it's 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 ignited, you know, a, a flame, if you will. And I said, man, I'm really proud of my boy. I've always thought you should be doing something where you talk because you talk... A fucking lot anyway. And that's why I do minute uh, minute, minute reviews. Which you stole from me. I, I did. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that later. But that's why I do minute reviews because uh, I think a minute of me is about as n- enough people can stand. Like, okay. I, I, I can deal with a minute of him. I used to always say, not, not you so much, but with Corey, I used to say I could take Corey in small doses. But yeah, uh, but yeah man, I, I, this, I think this is what I want to do because I got a lot of thoughts too. Okay. And I don't, I don't know that I would call it, maybe it would end up being therapeutic for me, but... Cathartic for you? Uh, cathartic. But I, I, I've got... I've got at least two different ideas okay. uh, for for different talk podcast type shows okay. that I want to do, man. So okay, I want to do a part two with you. I want you want to do it next week. Can you do it next week? Uh, let me check my palm. Part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, seriously, now, man. I think we could, I could, man. Yeah, because let's I, do I've, let's do part two because I'm gonna get out because I want to get a list of other guests that I want to because I mean I want to I like talking to people. I really like the interview aspect of it. I mean I've done it alone and I liked it, but. This is and this was harder than I thought. Uh, come at first, I was on my on my bike riding from Oklahoma to here back. On my bike going, yeah, I'm gonna get Ron, man, and we can. And then like then like starting yesterday and last night, I was thinking this may be a little harder than I think because maybe because we know so much about then maybe and but I was like, man, you know what? Let's just let it flow. Man, I, honestly, I think it was easy. I I I. I pontificated about this. Oh, look at you, <laughs> you looking know? at a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really thought, man, what are we going to do? What's, is he going to have an outline? Is he going to have this? Is he going to have that? But just talking like this, honestly, I, I don't know, man. It, 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 if we had some so- certain topics that we were going to talk on, that probably I did. Be, I did. I had them right here. But and we didn't touch on any of them? We start going. I mean, we start going. And I don't want to stop that. You never want to stop momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, that's why I felt so. Well, hey, man, I'm, I'm down for doing a part two, man. We're uh, part, yeah, we're going, we're going to do part two next week. I got to wrap it up because I'm getting, you know, why. No, you know. no, you're getting the light. Yeah, I'm getting the light. Yeah. It's always going to blow the light. But, man. I, I just want to say thanks, man. I appreciate you inviting me on, man. I, I'm, I, I humbly uh, accept coming in for part two. I appreciate that, bro. And uh, yeah, man, hey, keep doing what you're doing, man. And I'm proud of you, brother. Uh, thank you, man. And then, honestly, the praise from you, honestly, is like when you said it last week, it, two things, man, that made me go, wow. It's like, you said something about my stand-up. Like, yeah, well, I used to love to watch you do stand-up. I go, wow. And I, I was expecting a joke after that because it was a text. And I was like, wow. And then when you said that about the pocket, I go, fucking hey, man. That shit just got me. Got me. In the, like, I don't know about you, man. The older I get, the shit hit me in the feels a little bit different. I mean, I think enough people don't tell their buddies that they love them that they love them yeah. and how they really feel about what they're they're accomplishing yes. because they want to they don't want to seem soft or yeah. man some corny man fuck that man give your people flowers while they are alive man and yeah i have no problem yeah. telling you you're my boy yeah. and i i'm gonna say this i've got some feelings yeah, about about our friendship yeah but at the end of the day, man, I still love you. Yeah, You're man. still my boy, and yeah. it is what it is. Man. It is what. Hey, I, I feel the same way. I get choked. I'm choked up right now thinking about this. I mean, honestly, man. Yeah, well, so we're log like, off. So you, yeah. you, you, you like <laughs> so, a crybaby. Hey, this is BT Tales from the Gemini with my buddy, my best friend Ron, with two wins, Davis, and we're gonna come back with next week with part two, and we'll see if we can Looking get into forward part to it, two. Looking forward to it, brother. Looking forward to it. All right. Until then, you know the word. Bye. Bye. <laughs>